Welcome to Windsor Watch with me, Sarah Sutherland. Yet again this week, I'm joined by the wonderful Elliot Granger. Good morning. And the excellent James Claudia. Good morning. And we're delighted to come together on Her Majesty's 95th birthday. Happy birthday, ma'am. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, ma'am, indeed. So this will be her first birthday as a widower, which is obviously incredibly sad. From uh, our sources, we believe that she's spending a quiet day at Windsor Castle. Which is quite traditional. Yes. I mean, it's what she's been doing for the last few weeks, so... Well, well, no, it's what she would normally do on yeah, her birthday. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think In her house. There would have perhaps been a little bit more pageantry were it not for the pandemic to celebrate her 95th birthday. Would there? Is there pageantry on her birthday normally? I don't think there on was. On her 80th and her 90th there were, but I think once you get to 90, if you hit 95... Well, she does get mm. she does get a full gun salute in the park. That's quite pageantry for most people's birthdays. True, we've never had one of those for our birthdays. I mean, I've never had a full gun salute. So. I'd like one. I was <laughs> both James and Elliot would like that. Uh, I believe probably that some of the family who live at Windsor Park might pop in, but I think maybe a bunch of um, flowers and cellophane. Well, she's yeah. quite famous for sort of low key gifts, isn't he? Obviously, mm. you know, having a full plethora of internationally famous jewels it's quite hard to buy the lady a gift so she quite likes yeah, what, what does one buy someone who's got the most expensive diamond in the world well, like, <laughs> a, a, a briefly drawn card by the grandchildren oh, I'm, we'll see that I'm sure we will see some I'm yeah. sure. well she's still in mourning for a, a few more days so mm. I don't know whether we will see because normally there would be a new official portrait released of her on her birthday to celebrate her birthday and that is not being released this year oh. so that's a shame I mean yes it's a, it's a very different time for her. But of course it's a different time for her because on Saturday we had the very sad occasion of Prince Philip's funeral. We came together and watched it uh, here. Mm. It was, I felt, quite moving considering how small it was. I th- if I might, I thought it was brilliant the way that there wasn't a single hitch. Everything went smoothly. There was no... The commentary, I don't know what it was like on American TV, but certainly British TV was, wasn't burbly. There was lots of respectful silences. Everyone looked sensational. The black outfits against this bright blue that sky. That was a glorious day, I mean, the, the, the pictures were just amazing. I thought Kate absolutely won it. Oh, uh, that picture it, of her. It is not a game, James. <laughs> Sorry. Kate, Kate looked best. The picture of her. In the car. The black Incredible. veil. In a kind of 1950s style frame. So she regal. She looked amazing. Yeah, she, so, so regal, so true. Also, Kate um, won it too in that... Again, not, not a, a game. game. Sorry. Kate did well in that after the funeral, <laughs> you, I'm sure you saw the waiting cars were gathered to take uh, William and Harry and her back the 200 yards up to where the party was uh, and Kate waved them the away. Party, I, I think it's called back to where they live. Back to where they live. Yeah. No, back to the where wake. the queen lives. Yeah. Yeah. But she, Kate waved those cars away thereby forcing William and her and Harry to actually walk together Prince for 200 Charles yards. I Prince Charles is the one who waved the cars away. I've seen Kate getting the credit for it but really? you might be right. But and I then, don't think she's in a position to wave the cars away for all of the royals. Only Prince Charles Didn't is. Prince Charles and Camilla go in their own car? No, they all ended up walking back up the hill, did they? So there was a wonderful frame of Harry and Kate laughing together. She's the peacemaker. Oh, definitely. She's made it happen. So she looked great and she brought peace. And I say, good for her. It was wonderful. But seeing them walking down to the funeral, though, in the funeral cortege, I thought was quite powerful. Because there was still a lot of pageantry 
even though it was a much smaller I just, score. I just get taken away because that music is so rousing at that point. The well, you were Beethoven. also disappointed that there weren't more guests to check out other guests' outfits. And... It was a really bizarre situation. I think we just get so used to a royal event where there's just a lot of people. Well, also, I like it when we spot people we know. That's always exciting yeah. at a royal event. Like, oh, I've met them once. That's exciting. There's lots of members of the royal family you've met once, Sarah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> met as in been in the same airspace. Has. Well, I am friends with someone who's in the royal deep. family, but I haven't seen them in a little while. But, there, but also, the, the, the few we can't talk about the funeral without talking about uh, Peter Phillips being between William and Harry on that walk. Well, there. I so... have analysed this a lot. <laughs> have I have analysed this a lot. And the way that they were stood, so you had Prince Charles, Princess Anne, Prince Andrew, Prince Edward. So they weren't stood in their line of succession, they were stood in their age. You then had Peter Phillips slightly ahead as mm. the eldest grandson. You then had Prince William, Prince Harry, and then you had... Um, uh, the Earl of Snowdon, and then you had um, Timothy Lawrence, who's Princess Anne. It's laudable husband. that you try to explain it where as a formal thing, but really we all know the Queen or Prince Charles, whatever. Well, but where would they Peter do, Phillips have stood otherwise? Where we? would you have put Peter Phillips otherwise? Behind the two brothers. No, because he's the eldest grandson, and I've already explained. In front of the two brothers. That's where he was. Well, you've also got a problem is that everyone walks in twos, but you have three. They are the three grandsons. They walk in a line yeah, of three. so it made perfect sense. And he was, if you look on the TV cameras, he was slightly ahead. Also, we don't know anything. Well. We know everything. <laughs> we know everything, yeah. We can, we can assume a lot. I, yeah. think, I think it all looked fabulous. And I think it was all done very dignified. And I think it was amazing how much pageantry was created with, I mean, with so few people. I mean, mm. a thousand members of the military. But with so few <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> there were some really nice touches. Like, I like the fact they brought one of his carriages, because he obviously was an active carriage driver, uh, into the, the grounds. And they had, like, his hat and gloves and a mm. little tub of sugar cubes that he would normally give to the horses. Was I it thought, sugar cubes? Yeah, I thought that was a lovely um, little touch. It's so sad. The horses won't understand. And they'll wonder where he is and they won't know and they'll but be sad. But it's all right Well, they're being given off to... Um, Lady Louise. Lady Louise. So oh. it's fine. It's fine. Somebody will be able to look after those horses. Oh, that's good. I, I thought the that. Land Rover was wonderful. Do you know they made two Land Rovers in case one broke down? Oh, that's... It's a great positive backing for British industry, isn't it? Well, it's Land Rover. They do famously break. Yeah, that's I love the brand, by the way. Love the brand. Honest, not, oh God, that could go wrong. I think that just shows British efficiency. Like, you have an air and a spare. And there were two drivers as well, and they flipped the coin on the day of who was going to do it. Did they? Oh, that's nice. That's nice. The the, the driver did it was only 19. Oh, that's even better. Steady pair of hands. Steady pair of hands. But the the, um, pallbearers, or, uh, you know, who were carrying the coffin, I thought that they did a very good job. I felt very tense for them as they put it onto the Land Rover, but the more tense bit was walking up those steps. Also, isn't the coffin traditionally lead-lined? So that is a hefty piece of... I think these men are pretty fit. Like, they go to war and stuff. They were Marines, one does hope. Yes, but mm. when they walked up the West Steps, I did feel quite tense, because obviously it's at quite an angle. And then they stopped for the minute silence, to which I thought, get your breath back, guys, and then went back. But then the crowning image of the whole funeral was the Queen sitting totally alone in a corner I felt that was a very um, moving image, but I think it was also a very smart image because she wasn't completely alone. She was obviously opposite Prince Charles and the the way it was cropped, there were people sitting just to the side. But obviously because of social distancing, everybody had to be sat apart. So everybody was quite distant. It's, it's also the nature of those choir stalls is because they're quite high. Mm. You don't actually see everyone yeah. who sat around. But I think everyone who's lost someone this year would have yeah. felt a, a, a tinge of solidarity and... You know, it was, it was a masterstroke 
of planning and circumstance that even the Queen has to go to a funeral and sit almost on her own because of social distancing. The, uh, it also proves that the royal family aren't actually that different to most families. You know, they had to have a small family wedding for Beatrice and Edo that would have probably been quite a bigger affair. In their if, own church. Yeah, and they've had to have, exactly, in their own chapel at <laughs> Windsor Castle. I mean, we've all got one. <laughs> we've all got one. Well, yes. No, but I think it, that, and you make the point, and I think that's exactly right, there is that reflection of the world we're currently in. And yes, they're not like any other family. No. But they do still have the same constraints as the rest of us. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, it reflects well Reflect the challenges well we're all going through. It does reflect well on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favourite bit, though, the yeah. most moving bit for me, is the um, the lament with the bagpipes. Now, I hate, oh, yeah, the bag- with a passion, the bagpipes. I love bagpipes. Oh, they're amazing. They're so stirring. Oof. Do you have any Scottish in you? Yes, a little bit, but enough bats that I don't have to like bagpipes. Um, you see, I grew up in the borders, so, so lots bagpipes of bagpipes. Are Isn't there a Northumberland bagpipe? Isn't there a specific? There is, anyway, we digress. And a Northumbrian tartan. So. My point being, yes, I thought it was very moving the way that we weren't there for that really private moment of the coffin descending into the vault. We were led away in the cameras, mm. and there was that really moving image of the. Uh, bagpipes walking out and because of the way the, the sound was done oh, it was a masterful bit of theatre for the television it as well incredible. as for the people in the, in the I church. wasn't expecting yeah, was. to see the coffin begin to lower and I actually grabbed you by the arm yes. when that happened because I got <laughs> such a shock I was like oh my word this is unreal for someone who prepared themselves a lot reading all the information about the funeral I still got <laughs> a clearly shock. missed the bit of coffin will lower into vault I got a shock but in the same way I get a shock whenever you go to a funeral and they shut the curtains as it, the coffin goes out it's the out. very final bit isn't it yeah it always gives me a jolt gives me a jolt but we touched on it earlier obviously the kind of bit that was um tantalizing in some ways was watching the royals talk to each other Mm. as they left the church and it's obviously in dispute whether it was charles or kate who sent those cars up the hill so people could have a chat but it was wonderful to see william kate and harry having a natter and then i noticed that kate kind of like held back a bit and went and spoke to the Wessexes. So yeah. we were able to have that beautiful image of Harry and William speaking Together. to each other for the first time in about 13 months. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a shame that he's had to fly off back to pregnant Meghan uh, before the Queen's 95th birthday. Perhaps he could have He wouldn't have seen her anyway, though. Who, the Queen? I don't know. His granny? Day. He said, he told James Corden they were like Bezos, didn't he? <laughs> he did. I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to your heavily pregnant wife, though. True. I do like the fact that, like most families, funerals have been used to bring people together and sort of get over issues and start looking forward and oh. having the, the tougher conversations. Funerals do that. It's Very true. It's the end, isn't it? Although it has been alleged in the papers this week, in the British press, press at least, that Princess Anne, Prince Edward and Sophie Wessex kind of gave Harry a bit of the cold shoulder. Really? Yeah. So they obviously weren't that keen. But Princess Anne is the epitome of duty. She's probably not keen on him generally. I I don't believe either of her shoulders could ever be anything other than cold. (laughs) I think also it's it's the day of her father's funeral. If she wants to not talk to to someone, frankly, that's that's her right. The the other thing that I think that came out of the funeral, I think it's worth touching upon, is now Charles is like the senior patriarch of the royal family. There was a piece written by someone quite clever who said that one of his things now. We've talked about the slim-down monarchy and that the <clears throat> make it all about the core principles. But he's also going to cut the number of duties that they do. Because in the, I, I don't know the figures, but in the last year, they've, all, they've opened supermarkets, banks, leisure centres, swimming pools, libraries. I mean, they really, 
envelopes. They'll go to the opening of an envelope, cut the ribbon, everyone applauds, that's it. He's saying, no, 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 let's make an appearance by a member of the royal family a bit special. Let's save it for the big stuff, which will sort of enhance their luster a little bit. Well, it'll what, be do you, what do you inter- think of that? It'll be interesting to see what happens. It's been, Sounds like less work. Well, I don't think that would be a good idea, but it has been claimed that... Uh, Prince Charles is headed off to Wales to his home there. I didn't know he had a home in Wales. Well, he is the Prince of Wales, so it would make sense. He bought one quite early on, yeah. I think, didn't he? Because yeah. being the Prince of Wales, yeah. he felt. Has he ever been there before? It's got some unpronounced. Yeah, no, no, no. It, uh, I think it has got. Actually, where's your Rolodex? You normally come out at this point. There's lots of L's in it. My and a of memory, but I would need to double check it. My memory makes me think that he bought a property in Wales that needed a lot of work. Right. And he does go there. Um... I don't know when he has he a stint in it. Wales every year, doesn't yeah. he? he? Does he? Thing I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd um, have to double check that. That's not the front of my uh, CD ROM. I'd go to Highgrove. But maybe. he's supposed to be go. Well, yeah, but Highgrove's his home, so he's not going to go to his home to do his thinking. So he's going to this bolt hole. Sorry. If you want to have home. a break, if you want to have a break and think that about something true. different, you often go to a different location maybe. where you're away from your normal life. An so, Airbnb. Uh, an Airbnb indeed. So he's gone to his, his house in Wales. Jeez, guys. I've right, gone to his house in Wales to contemplate what the future of the royal family is. And him and William apparently are going to have these discussions as to what next. Well, of course. And that... How to support um, Her Majesty mm. in the next section going forward. Well, it's actually bigger than that, isn't it? Because and the papers have taken no time in speculating what comes next. And that's how we're in now this soft regency in the Queen will take a step back and Prince Charles will take a step forward. And there is the bigger conversation, obviously, going on. He's 70... He'll be 73 in November. You should know. Very good. Um, and so, you know, that's quite an old age to be taking on a new job and a lot of responsibilities. And probably part of that reason there's a discussion about the monarch doing fewer official engagements because he's already quite elderly. Yeah. Um, and, so, and it also leaves space for the younger roles to come in underneath. I think the idea of not opening everything they're invited to open is probably wise. They do do a lot. But there are still some key things where they need to feel like they're part of a community. They need to feel a sense of something bigger than just the grand occasion. Also, opening libraries and supermarkets does feel a bit sort of 70s and 80s, I don't 80s, think they're opening supermarkets, think James. No, not, you know what I mean. They're supporting the charities yes. that they look after. But what we did see at the funeral on Saturday mm. was kind of a good snapshot of who the royal family currently is. Yes. Because we saw... This feels like you've got a list of names coming coming down the tracks. Well, maybe. Uh, because, if you think about it, we saw all of who the senior working royals are. Didn't Very we? quickly, Sarah, talk us through senior working royals, senior royals, non-senior working royals. I think it's very interesting, because if we, if we take who was there on Saturday, hmm. so you have the senior working royals, which is obviously the Queen, Prince of Wales, Camilla the Cambridges, the Wessexes, and the Princess Royal. So that's basically the Queen, her three three of her children, and one of her grandchildren, plus spouses. Hmm. But then you have other working royals who we saw on Saturday, but they're not senior royals, they're just working royals. So you have like the Duke of Gloucester, the Duchess of Gloucester, Duke of Kent, and Princess Alexandra. Now, they're the Queen's cousins. I didn't recognise any of those. Well, interestingly, Why the, the queen. Yeah. Well, they just like they're like they're, they're, they're the more likely royalty going to meet. But also, you have to remember back back in. If the, I was opening a soup kitchen and the Duchess oh of Gloucester word. turned up, then you'll you probably would find re- out. You would recognise the Duke of Kent. He normally gives the trophies out at Wimbledon. No, 
Carry on, though. Right. So back in the <coughs> 1950s, when there weren't that many working royals to assist the Queen in what she was doing, she asked her cousins to help her. Now, the Duke of Gloucester was very interesting because his elder brother held the title and then he sadly died. So the Duke of Gloucester had to step into that position, even though he had an, um, an architectural firm. The Duke of Kent has always been the Duke of Kent. And the Queen asked Princess Alexandra to become a working royal because there were so few women who were um, able to be in those roles at the time. And so she's fab, yeah. is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You often see her posturing around certain parts of London. Mm, really? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know, bang because I think not everybody instantly recognises her, obviously. No, she's probably go on the tube unannounced. In she? this crowd, we kind of get it. <laughs> you know? But then you have senior members of the royal families of the royal family, rather, who don't work. So the most notable being Meghan and Harry. The Sussexes, yes. We've talked about them a lot. You then also have another notable one, Prince Andrew. Oh, bless. His daughters, uh, Beatrice and Eugenie. But you also have Prince Michael of Kent and Princess Michael of Kent, who is the younger brother of the Duke of Kent. Can we, can we just oh, talk about... Oh, that was a great... If you're all keeping up with this, folks, you're doing very yeah, exactly. well. Yeah, better than I am. We need it drawn out in a family tree. Oh, wait. Wikipedia. Oh, I love drawing oh, a family uh, tree. Wikipedia probably has it for yeah, you. Yeah, oh, wait, the internet's got that. Can we talk about Prince Andrew for a moment? There has been an amazing story this week, hasn't there, James? Go on, Sarah. There has been. No, you tell it, James. Okay. Raconteur. <laughs> so, Prince, so this poor Spanish lady, aged 44, flew into the country on Saturday. 48 hours later, she rocks up at Royal Lodge, where Prince Andrew lives, in a cab... Uh, says the uniformed chaps at the gate oh could you pay my cab fare I've got lunch with the uh, with the Duke they pay her she goes into the house wanders around complete stranger and then she says yeah I'm here to marry the Duke actually uh, 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 we're going to get married we're in love only then is security called and she's taken away and um, detained under the Mental Health Act um, but so that's a startling story and will raise questions about how good security is, why they pay this woman's cab fare. And also how regular are female visitors to go and see well, are, are you, the you, Duke you, of York you that they're happy to pay the cab fare? Well, interesting as well. I think it shows a very, very trusting environment, but it is a little bit scary that she got quite that far. And is she Spanish? Is she Spanish? She well, I, the staff should have It's against the law to travel at the Minton. <laughs> she, 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 she's surely a little old for Do you have well. to quarantine coming in from Spain? Yes. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, what if she's given COVID to the royal family? The Spanish variant. <laughs> but also, I think that was the that uh, was nineteen nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing about Andrew is obviously he was itching to return to public life. Loved himself at the funeral. Very erect bearing, I thought. Um, do we think that this paves the way for him? No. no, no. Why not? I think there are certain things that one does in life that means that you can't come back. Peter and Express and Woking. Peter Express and Woking, mm. not being able to sweat. Ultimately, that interview... Do we think it's the, it's the pizza <laughs> or the sweat that's barred him from royal life? Can't. All of them, all of them. But that do, interview oh, oh. with Emily Maitlis <laughs> has guaranteed he's got no credibility. I still can't talk about that interview without... I just can't talk. It was, but hang on, didn't he also say a really awkward thing about how a man has to be more kind of present in a sexual situation? I don't want to know about the. the watch that Emily made this interview present. again because you get so much more the more you watch it. Because the first time you watch it, you're dying inside because it's so horrific. It's so so you horrific. kind of need to watch it two or three times to really embrace what's being said. Yeah, I mean, also, I think I think we need to sort of. There is a very serious crime that he's accused of uh, in there. I think that's primarily the reason why his return to public life is going to be a problem. That well, he still hasn't been spoken well, to he hasn't by been the police. Yeah, so. he, he attended sex parties with teenage girls. Allegedly. 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 So people have 
said who were there. Allegedly, but, we don't know. He hasn't been charged with anything. No, of course he hasn't. Because he hasn't spoken to he hasn't really, Exactly, because he's effectively on the run. Hiding um, <laughs> <laughs> out. Hiding out. Yeah, yeah, hiding out part. in front of millions at a funeral. Yeah, Why on the run F- on a t- hugely televised event yeah, globally. Yeah. What, what, what are the FBI doing? They should have grabbed him then and said, oh, back in the van. I don't think the FBI have got jurisdiction in the United Kingdom. <sighs> I would have done it. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so like James Bond. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they should have rappled down from Apache helicopters and grabbed him up. That, that would do just loads for the Anglo-American relationship. Ooh. But there no, I found me out earlier, but this is the wrong point to interject with that. Sorry, Sarah, I've disrupt- disrupted your flow. Yeah, Elliot, don't bring scandal to the podcast Sorry. that you haven't double-sourced. I've said this to you before. <laughs> uh, so, But I think what we did see on, on Saturday, and I think maybe James has illustrated this point, is that we do have minor royals that aren't as well-known. Yes. And I think it's important that we acknowledge those minor royals. I, is it time for... Is minor royal of the minor week. Minor royal of the week. <laughs> oh, I forget how you... You love the minor royals. I love the minor royals. We need royals. to get a jingle for that. I love the minor royals. Right, and go on then, Sarah. The floor is yours. Do a minor of the week. My favourite minor royal They have to be so minor I haven't even heard of them. Okay. Or know what they look like. My favourite minor royal of the week is Sarah Chatto. No, no idea. But you, well, you do now because she was at the funeral. She is the daughter of Princess no. Margaret. Do you know who Princess Margaret is? I know who Princess Margaret okay. is. How old is she, roughly? Sarah Chatto, oh, yeah. probably 50-ish. Is she? Yeah. She's good looking? Yeah, very attractive woman. Very stylish. Her outfit at Princess Eugenie's wedding, which I went to, as in I mean, I entered the public ballad and I stood outside the church. It was so exciting. Right. Um, Does she work, this Chatto lady? Yes. Doing what? I don't know what her job is. I think she's an artist, isn't she? She... I, she's very minor. I haven't kept up to date. <laughs> and what, and, she has there two any, children. Right. Are there boys. any fun facts that you can share about Lady Sarah Chateau? Um, fun facts. Well, she spent a lot of time with her father in India, I believe, which is where she kind of got her love for the arts. I think she went to Camberwell Arts College Did she? as well. That's interesting. Um, it's quite a grotty Camberwell Arts College. No, it's not. It's where everybody goes. As well, I know. Art. It's in a very grotty part of town. Well, only because you don't know how to get the bus. But no, it's perfectly fine. I think I'll be walking quite that way earlier, uh, later rather. I think yeah, I think minor of the week would be something we should you should bring up more regularly because well, it's mm. quite. But I think you need a little bit more confidence. Well, your homework for the next oh, no. week then is you find some fu- three fun facts about well, minor. Well, is to think oil. about who your minor favourite minor oil of the week is. Oh, challenging. And mm. do we have a list to work from? We do have a list to work. I from. I thought we might. But I'm not going to share that list with you. You've got to do your own bloody homework here. (laughs) But you know, there's one thing that we haven't really spoken about this week, and that is the impact of Harry being back. Because Mm. he brought his own security with him. Well, he's paid for it. (laughs) We we made him pay for it. He's going to take it everywhere now. He's going to say, look, I had to pay for these lads. I think once he landed on British soil, he was then protected by... Um, the royal ones or by yeah. the nature of being at an event with a thousand members of the, yeah, U- the, the UK Armed Services I think he was picked up by special protection at Heathrow though was he? so I don't think um, he had his own people looking after him during the funeral I'm sure Charles lent him a couple of goons for the uh, 
the week. Well, I think it's the Home Office who decides, okay, James. Yeah, it's not up office. to the royal family <laughs> as to who does or doesn't get protected. It's up to the British government. Right. Well, I thought actually his come despite the fact he brought his own security, like a, you know, a Californian celebrity. L- L- the shiny um, one. I do think that his return was quite low key in a way. It was talked about around the fringes mm. of the funeral, and it was talked about sort of in has he spoken to his brother? What's going on? But it wasn't. And I think that's quite respectful because of the, because of the funeral. But it hasn't been the whole I big think, piece that, no, that it would have. That is true. It was very much diluted. And Meghan was remarkably silent. Do you see the only interjection Meghan made was to say, "I sent a wreath. Look, look, it's that one there, third in from the left." Now she could have said nothing. She could have said something. I don't think more she mournful. said it. Oh, friends of Meghan. Friends, friends of Meghan said that one with the purple. Flowers. Are they the one she pays from the PR firm in New York? Correct. I did the eight-hour time difference helps, of course. So mm-hmm. you know, helps us. Should have been six a.m. in the morning during the during the funeral. I don't think we should be so negative towards Meghan. I'm still on Team Meghan, so there we go. Okay. And on Team Kate, and on Team William. Okay, you're just on everybody's Ryan. side. Well, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not against anyone in the royal family. I mean, Prince Andrew doesn't Does make necessarily you? make me feel happy about life <laughs> but uh, and I think he should maybe take some responsibility for his actions but you know I'm still not going to kick everyone while they're down when's when's Megan due to come over because not not with the baby well, this, Emma, is, but the this next is a difficulty because we discussed this before no, no, because we we don't know when this bambino is going to be born so a lot of no. people come down to then but there obviously is going to be some ceremony some kind of event around um, Diana um, turning 50, sorry, 60, she would have been turning 60 this year, and the unveiling of a statue of mm. her. So my suspicion is if the baby comes May and June, I would imagine Megan plus kids and Harry will come to that. But if the baby doesn't come till July, I don't know. We don't know how prego she is, so I guess... It'll be really nice if she come with the baby, because then oh, it's be a whole family nice. reunification, everyone gets to meet the new grandkid, great-grandkid. It's... How, how long has Archie been in this country? six months of his life or so okay yeah so it's not like a foreign realm and then he went to Canada which is part of the Commonwealth um, but you know he hasn't necessarily got to know his cousins and I think that's what was wonderful last week when they released all of the photographs and you saw those cute pictures of all the little cousins with the Queen and Prince Philip up at Balmoral like they clearly have some lovely family time together I thought that was a very very interesting photograph for people who haven't seen it, it was the Queen and Prince Philip on a sofa uh, in a photograph taken and put out by the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate. And there was the Charlotte, George, little Louis, Louis on the Queen's... No, Louis wasn't there. That was, he was he Charlotte, was the... wasn't it? No, no, oh, no. Was it, it was Louis on the Queen's lap. Yeah. Charlotte and George either side, around the Queen, showing the symbolism of just how close the Cambridge kids are to Her Majesty. And then there were a couple of Tyndalls and a couple a of baby Phillips. Tindle a baby Tyndall being held by a Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. What there weren't were uh, any Sussexes. Well, quite, because... Because they weren't here. They weren't there. No. Or indeed, I don't know whether George was born by that point, to be perfectly honest. Well, I think, as ever, Meghan and Harry remains a watching brief. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a one that will continue to... Tintillate us as time goes Tintillate. Does prompt a lot of sort of random speculation on our parts, doesn't it? Uh, Have you got a game there, Sarah? Now, it's quite exciting because we have received a present from a listener. Oh, wow. I thought you were just randomly reaching for something. 
So Sheila from Leightonstone has got in touch to say how much she's enjoying the episode and has sent us the Royal Trivia Quiz. We should encourage Amazing. listeners. Now this... I'm, I'm surprised no- you didn't already own this. I do already own this. My mum has it. So <laughs> I, I know this game. It is from the 1980s and I know that it is very hard... And I can tell that it's very hard because there are four packs of questions in it and only one of them is opened. And I remember playing this at home as a child and my mum, who is an even bigger royal watcher than we are, found it incredibly difficult. So let's try some of the questions. Some sample questions. If you can't answer them... Well, I think it'll be good to test your Or we can have a guess, can't we? Have a stab. So you could play this on a Trivial Pursuit board and the categories are Queen and Duke, Charles and Diana, Mixed Monarchs, Queen's Family, Royal Riddles, and Miscellaneous. Right, pick pick any question. I have to look at the list again. Ellie can go first. Oh dear. Okay, so we'll start with a oh. with a with an easy one, I think. So we'll go for. There's a, there's a lot of nervousness on this side of the microphone. Sorry. Okay, we'll start with you, James. Oh, thank Who goodness. was first to pay homage to the Queen at her coronation? Archbishop of Canterbury. No, <sighs> Prince. The Philip. Duke. Oh, right. When did Charles and Diana tap dance on the balcony of Buckingham Palace? In their dreams. <laughs> That's almost correct. In the make-believe version of the oh. wedding day film for American TV. There we go. <laughs> Next. Um, Love this. Who was banned from the Queen's coronation? The uh, Duke of Windsor. Incorrect. Oh. Princess Anne. She was thought to be too young. I mean, I think banned is a, a strong, hard, banned is a strong word. Just not, you know, not put in the car and she was six so she couldn't do it herself. Right, here's one yeah. for you, Elliot. Who held the title Prince of Wales the, the longest? Who's held the title of Prince of Wales the longest? Now, remember this was written in the 80s. Oh, so in the 80s it would have been Victoria's son. Any, any more information? Because mm. she had quite a few sons. Well, her eldest son. Keith. Keith. <laughs> the one who became uh, Edward... Sixth. Well, almost. Oh. Edward the Seventh. Seventh. He was Prince of Wales for 59 years and 11 months. So who do you think is the longest serving... Well, now it'd be Charles. Well done. Well done. What it's event... Desperately is... trying to do that monarch riddle in my head to remember the number. Now, for... <laughs> James, I know that you've watched The Crown. Mm. What event in December 1959 ended rumours that Peter Townsend might one day marry? Ended rumours. I mean, the way these are written what is event? terrible. 19... I was wondering that it was my reading, but no, it's just the way they're written. He came out. <laughs> no, I... He remarried. Ah. Well, I think, Sheila, this is a wonderful gift, but it's. Very... Oh, here's a good one. Oh, here's good. a good one. How many socialist prime ministers have served under the Queen? I mean, this is the most 80s quiz <laughs> ever. Socialist. Who wrote it with the term socialist? I know. Three. <laughs> I'm loving the questions. No, two. Right. But there'll be more now. What sort of confetti do the royal family use? Rose petals. Correct, Elliot. Oh, good. How do you know that? Because that's what everyone should use. <laughs> mm, true. Uh, let me see if I can find some more. Oh, God. Which king among his ancestors does Prince Charles most admire? Henry VIII. No, George, George, <laughs> George, George, George III. Oh, here. When did Prince Andrew grow a beard? Uh, when he was running from the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) To cover his identity. No, it was during the Falklands War. Well, Sheila, we love this. It's going to provide hours of fun. Literally hours. It's very hard. It's very hard. If people do want to get in touch, they can contact us via social media. We are on Instagram. 
We are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we are now on TikTok. So do find us at Windsor Watch Pod. Slide into our DMs. Oh, bust you. Okay, do you not want them to slide into our DMs? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with sliding into... It's I'm a just, phrase that people use. I'm just impressed we're now on TikTok. So we're now well on done. TikTok, yeah. We're all over the social, so do get in touch. We'd love to hear you from you, and we look forward to you joining us next week. So, toodle pit for now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.